0: This episode of Legit Podcast Pro is brought to you by Easy Legal for Podcasters, the fast, easy, do-it-yourself way to get the business and legal affairs for your podcast under control, in order, and legit, so you can play the bigger podcasting game to win. Visit easylegalforpodcasters.com. Can copyright law be used to protect your reputation? That and more in this episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to Legit Podcast Pro, I am your host, Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and this podcast is for you if you are serious about podcasting, whether in your business or as a career or a sideline or a hobby. Hey, on this show, you will get tips and strategies and advice from me and my guests on how to protect and grow and profit from your podcast. So let's get started with today's topic. I hear a lot of creators, podcasters, YouTubers, complaining about copyright law and how it stifles their creativity, how it's just the big companies cashing in and making it harder for the creative community to do their thing since getting permission is so hard or expensive or whatever and because the takedown notices and the and the blocking access and the demonetization and all of those kinds of things get in the way. And I have my own issues with that kind of thinking But that's really not what today's session is all about. No, today it's about you and your copyright and how you can use your copyright to protect not just your work, but really asking the question, how can copyright law protect your reputation? Now, I know it seems like kind of an odd idea, doesn't it? After all, reputation issues are usually handled with privacy law or the law of defamation, libel or slander. But not long ago, I had a call from a YouTube podcaster whose reputation is being tarnished by one of her former guests. And after she explained what's been happening, I thought about this a little bit and I recommended using a little slice of copyright law to do the heavy lifting to protect herself. And the best thing is that she was really able to do most of this for herself. She didn't need to pay me to do anything more than give her a little advice and get her pointed in the right direction. Here's what happened. She has this guest come on her show, and it's a terrific interview. They have a good time. They get into some media issues, and the pod- podcaster publishes the episode. And um, sometime later, the podcaster discovers that this guest has downloaded the video of the episode, taken a few short excerpts, and added some material to them, changing The medium changing the message fundamentally in a way that the podcaster feels is damaging to her image and her reputation and some of the juxtapositions that were made some of the way that the out of context editing was done harming her reputation. So what can you do about it in that situation. So I analyzed the situation pretty extensively and you know look the changes that were made were mainly about the context of the things that were actually being said but not not actually changing the actual word it wasn't like a deep fake or something like that but this guest had superimposed these images he had used quotes and and uh, things like that from the episode to advance his own agenda and he had done it all without the podcaster's permission so Yes, there are some privacy concerns um over this what the, what this guest was using uh, of the podcaster's name and voice and likeness. And yes, in some states there would be the right of publicity as well, which governs the the way you can use a person's name, image, likeness and those kinds of things. But those cases those kinds of cases are really really difficult to win. The first amendment freedom of speech Really, really powerful and strong here. And so unless he was using this material for a commercial purpose, that is to promote his business or to advocate for a transaction of some sort, we probably would have had a really hard time getting anything um, happening there. And the same is true yeah, for the right of publicity, which really only exists in some states. So copyright law is really what provides the best remedy. So the podcaster who created the episode from which the excerpts were taken is the owner of the copyright in the episode. And that means that any person who wants to use or copy or distribute or publish or perform or make edited versions of the material in that episode needs the copyright owner's permission, the podcaster's permission. Without it, what you have is copyright infringement. And since the material was posted online, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, the DMCA, provides us with a really kind of fast remedy. By notifying the host provider of the offending material, in this case YouTube, the podcaster would be able to get it taken down off of those company servers pretty much almost immediately. Now, in in this instance, because there's so much else going on, uh, we also sent a strongly worded cease and desist letter making it clear that should any of this material be reposted or other similar material be created without authorization, legal action for both copyright infringement as well as unfair competition, false light invasion of privacy, defamation, all of the laundry list, fraud, those kinds of things would all be forthcoming and follow. So now it should be noted that any time someone takes this kind of action, whether it's the DMCA takedown notice or some kind of a cease and desist letter, what we lawyers call a nasty gram, counteraction is possible. Under the DMCA, for example, the person who posted the allegedly infringing material can petition to have the material restored. And then the copyright owner has to pursue litigation in relatively short order. But look, nowadays we have the Copyright Claims Board. It's sort of a small claims court for copyright issues. So even that really isn't as costly and difficult as it used to be. So that shouldn't be a big impediment. And the other thing is when you send a cease and desist letter, there is always a risk that the recipient will file a lawsuit first seeking a judicial declaration. We call it declaratory relief judgment uh, that there is no infringement or other violation of anyone else's rights. But that's really only a problem If you're wrong and that it's not an infringement or that it's protected under fair use or some other defense and so on. And that really isn't usually the case. So yes, copyright law can help you protect your reputation by giving you full exclusive control over where and how your content can be used. So maybe copyright isn't all bad, huh? (laughs) Well, that's about it for this episode. But before I go, I just want to invite you to download my podcaster's legal checklist that goes over these and some other issues that you want to just think through as you're getting into whatever stage of podcasting you're in. It's over at podcasterchecklist.com. You can also go to gordonfiremark.com slash checklist and get it. And, um, all right, well, that's going to be it for this episode. So I will see you again really, really soon. And, uh, until next time, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Keep on podcasting, get your message out, get your impact that you desire as Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer. Talk to you again really soon.